Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Gimmick Minute Wrestling Podcast. You got Jason and Kevin back with you this week to talk a little bit of wrestling. You can join in on the conversation, too, by either commenting on our show, whether you use Apple or Spotify or any of the other awesome um, podcast apps. Or if I ever end up posting this on YouTube, you can comment there, too, and give us your opinion on how you like the show. But the easiest way to get a hold of us is by tweeting us at LiveYourGimmick. That's the at symbol followed by L-I-V-Y-O-U-R-G-I-M-M-I-C-K. Oh, nothing, nothing. I don't hear anything. Oh, that's right, because Michael's not here. Uh, Michael, if you like listening to Michael, he may not be with us as much as he was in the past because he has a new job, and it's kind of taking up a lot of his free time and his sleep time. So, unfortunately, we may not be hearing his voice quite as often anymore. For some people who listen to the show, that might be a good thing. You may enjoy just being me and Kevin, and maybe we'll eventually toy with adding a, another person to the podcast or maybe we'll have a rotating third man or something i don't know we'll have to we'll have to figure that out down the road but for now kev how you doing good and i you know what i don't think i can call mike my my co-champion anymore i mean right you know he's 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 taken his undisputed title and going part-time so i guess i'm the gimmick minute world heavyweight champion i guess yeah (laughs) And it's it's gonna be kind of weird for just you and I to trade off back and forth, but I guess I guess for now that's kind of what we're gonna have to do. Yeah, I guess whatever. What's the next big event coming up? Was it all all in? Is probably the next like big one, right? All in is next uh, Saturday or Sunday at one. Dude, I'll tell you what. Um, do do you ever listen to Chris Van Vliet at all? Um, I don't really listen to him. I see. Excuse me. I see him a little bit on Twitter. Okay, uh, yeah, he has a he has a show where he interviews people, and he does a lot he he does a lot in the wrestling space, and he interviewed Billy Corrigan, and I I listened to that podcast today while I was driving home, and man, like I've always kind of toyed with the idea of watching NWA, but I just had never really found the time or like really wanted to take the time to do it, but after listening to Billy Corrigan and kind of hearing his vision for what he wants NWA to be and just like how smart and intelligent of a person he is. It made me like really want to like watch it. And part of what he did was he plugged their, they have a, the 75th anniversary show coming up soon and it's going to be a two day event that they're doing on fight TV. I honestly, man, I might check it out. Like I I feel like I might have to watch a couple episodes to kind of get what's going on storyline wise. But it sounds like they have a pretty good product over there, and it's a little bit different than a lot of what we're seeing on WWE and AEW. So I'm thinking it, I, it, I think I gotta check it out. Yeah, yeah, it's just very. I mean, I haven't watched it in a long time. I know we talked about like, I'm, I'm sure like maybe a year ago on here about NWA, like kind of when it was first like really starting back up, like with the old school like studio show like they do which it's smart you know what i mean like well they don't even you don't it's, need... it's not really like that now though they've changed the maybe it's still a studio show but they've really updated the look like it's no longer that nostalgia feeling yeah. and and he was yeah, very that's... adamant about not wanting nwa to be a nostalgia company he wants to be a future wrestling company he doesn't you know he hates the word nostalgia even with the yeah, Smashing I mean, Pumpkins, he hates, like, he doesn't want the right. Smashing Pumpkins to be a nostalgia act. He wants them to be a very relevant rock band. Yeah, it's, it's almost like they have a little bit of both. Like, it's 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 almost like a new age NWA because, I mean, there's been so many incarnations of the NWA. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Obviously, it was NWA TNA. I mean, I mean, NWA tried to revitalize in the 90s, like in ECW, and then that, you know, ECW pulled away and they went, you know, extreme championship. That was the first time they tried to, like, I guess it tried to um, revitalize it. But then, you know, Paul Heyman obviously didn't want to be a part of that. So that's when well, it went from Eastern Championship Wrestling to yeah extreme yeah um and billy had even made a point to say like the nwa was so down in the dirt and so dead that wwe didn't even find it worth it to buy it like 
you know, because WWE right. acquired everything, but they were, you know, they didn't think enough of the NWA and what it could be to even worry about it as being competition. But he also did make a point to say that he's had some dealings with WWE since being the owner of, of NWA. And he said every time he's dealt with them, it has been an absolute pleasure of an experience. He said that they've, you know, they've been very helpful to him and very accommodating to him. And in turn, he's tried to accommodate. So like when, if they ever need like clips for like video packages and stuff like that, he's willing to work with them and make deals out. He said they even had talks before the Endeavor deal of them possibly being on the, putting NWA on the network and stuff like that. So he said that every dealing that he's ever had with WWE has been very pleasant, very cordial and, and very, um, you know, very back and forth. So that's, Oh yeah. I mean, cool. I, I, it's smart. I think it's smart because like, I mean, if you think about it, like, you know, just think of triple H, mm-hmm. like that, that's probably, that's the NWA is probably his favorite promotion of all time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. especially the heyday there, you know, I'm not even talking like the eighties when the horsemen were, the hottest like he probably thinks back to like you know mid-atlantic days and georgia championship wrestling days you know i mean especially like the thing is about the nwa too is like you know it's crazy to think like yeah you you think of nwa as the predecessor obviously the wcw but like the nwa was really kind of like 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 a safe flyer was a champion like the nwa world title was represented in all these territories mm-hmm. you know what i mean but then basically once you know vince bought george championship wrestling and then it got so he sold it back to the crockett so basically that's how kind of how like the nwa like almost was slowly turned to wcw mm-hmm. so um but yeah i could see i mean it's like i said to go back to the point of like it'd be such a smart deal you know, because it's just another like it's just more content. Yeah, you know what I mean, it's just, yeah. it's just it's just another breeding ground, and it's it's not. I don't know. It's anytime I ever watched it, it's it, it's not stupid. Does yeah. that make sense? Like, like it's not like Texas Chainsaw Massacre match stupid. Oh my god! <laughs> we'll get to that in a minute, but <laughs> I'll tell you yeah, what. I, and I and I just read something before we came on the air too. That's funny to me about. Uh, something that goes along with that. So. All right, we'll get to there. I, I'm going to make a bold prediction right now. Okay, if NWA, if Billy Corgan is ever able to get a TV deal and, and be on, other than just being on YouTube and actually be on TV, if he's ever able to to work that out, I would say within a year to two years of him getting a TV deal they will produce better numbers in AEW. And I'm saying that because he is a very smart and calculated businessman. And just hearing him talk, the competency in his voice compared to anything I've ever heard Tony Khan say just made me believe that he would be able to run a company and organization way better than than what we're seeing on AEW right now. Like yeah, they have. I mean, they have a lot of guys that even now, like maybe a lot I can't name, but they have some pretty darn good talent. Well, even you got women. Tyrus is they're there. Women. Yeah, Tyrus is there. Like I mean, Ricky Starks came out of there. You know what I mean? Like that's what he yeah. really kind of made his first. E- EC three is there currently still. Um, Matt Cardona is going to be a part of the the twenty or the seventy fifth anniversary show. Trevor Murdoch. Um, Aaron Stevens, even though he's not wrestling, is still there. He was Damian Sandow. So he's mm-hmm. he's a manager now. And uh, Corgan was saying how much his managerial style reminds him of Bobby Heenan, which yeah. that's that's kind yeah, of cool, a throwback. So. Yeah. Um, I, I forget who the guy that's the world television champion right now. He I, – I, 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 his name slips my mind right now, but he's a pretty good talent too. Okay. And um, – I've seen a little bit of him just like on highlights stuff, like on Twitter, because I follow them on Twitter and stuff. Um, but he's a pretty good talker. Yeah. Um, and I think, and there's a reason like they kind of like put the uh, uh, TV title on him. So, and, that, and I love that too. You know what I mean? Like they, they, what I love too is like with their, me being a belt nerd, 
like obviously i think the dome globe is to me probably i mean a lot of people think it's the greatest looking title ever i think it's probably like the third best title behind mm-hmm. like the winged eagle in big gold but like the nwa tv title like that to me is like underrated like one of my favorite looking title designs ever and like you know like the tag titles they have are the old nwa tag titles from like the early 80s you know what i mean like mm-hmm. they brought back the u.s they brought back the u.s tag titles but they're not the nwa like the crockett u.s tag titles that i like i don't really care for the ones that they have but like yeah. but but now but also like getting back to their women's wrestlers their women's wrestlers are great you know what I mean? Like, I mean, you know, Thunder Rosa came out, and people say what they want about Thunder Rosa or whatever, but like, she's a good talent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but but some of the women's, like I said, like I think they have a better women's division than in AEW. Yeah, and he, um, he did say that he thinks that his women's division is probably the best in pro wrestling right now, and so I, I you know, it, it made me really curious to to check it out. So that's something I'm I'm going to make a conscious effort to try to do this week. And watch a couple of those, and then I really do want to. See, I really want to see that 75th anniversary show to see what they, what they're able to mm-hmm. bring to the table. So, um, it was it was just really it was really interesting. And Billy Corgan's not like a, like, he's a very like kind of hard nosed person too, in a sense that like uh, there's a couple times where you know Chris is Chris is a pretty good interviewer, but there are times where he he doesn't always let people finish their thought before mm-hmm. he kind of interjects something else or asks another question. Like sometimes he's just not patient enough to like let them answer and then follow up with him. He kind of jumps right in and, uh, and Billy like put him in his place a couple times. And he was like, just, right. just, you know, right. but he didn't do it in like a mean way. And there, the, the interview was very friendly and they, and they get along really good and they were kind of busting each other's balls kind of at the end of it too, which was cool. But it was just it was just kind of funny the way he just kind of put him in his place a couple of times. No, no, let me answer the question. Give, give me a second. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. But sorry, 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 I had to go off camera for a second. I had to answer a text message. But I'm oh, that's okay. Here. But no, it, it just Uh-oh. it just was a, it was a really good conversation, and it and and that more that conversation more than anything made me more interested to want to watch the product and and see what they're able to do. Because I'll be honest with you, like. You know, AW has not been doing for me lately. And then, you know, this past Wednesday, there's a few things. Don't get me wrong. There are a few things on AW that are a bright spot yeah. for me. And we'll talk about that in a minute. I want to, before we get to that, though, I kind of want to shift gears and talk about Friday Night SmackDown. So there's two two things, two things uh, in particular. The first of which is, is the kind of beginning of the LA Night push. And how, like, I feel like people are being very, very impatient with this. Like, they're like, oh, we like this guy. He needs to be a champion right now. Like, mm. let's pump the brakes a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, right. I, I feel like right. it, we don't need to jump right into it. Let's let it marinate a little bit. Like, he hasn't even, you know, he's still in the process of, like, fully becoming, like, a babyface, which is happening organically, by the way. They're just changing the opponents. Right. He's, he's not changing his personality. Yeah. Where's Michael at no, now? <laughs> right. No, I just, I don't think he, no, he, he's, like, as much as I want to see him be a champion or like as much as I want Cody to be a champion to me, like right now they don't need to be mm-hmm. a, cha- a champion. You know what I mean? Like I, as weird as that sounds, I don't think it's like, you know what I mean? Like, especially, okay. Like Austin. Okay. I know LA and I is nowhere near like Austin S right. Right. But like, and I know he's much older right now than like maybe Austin was in like his like early prime. But think about it, like mid late ninety six is when Austin, even though he was still kind of a heel and it was starting to slow okay, let's say early ninety seven, that's when he really started be kind of becoming a babyface after the double turn. Mm-hmm. But it was a year it was a year before we had the Austin era begin. You know what I mean? So like Yeah, I yes, mean let it mar- let it marinate for a little bit. Yeah, so like the um let's see. I was trying to look up the date real quick on the Austin 316 pro- promo. Cuz that was really the start of it. Like the Austin 316 promo is like where it started. And that was a King, King of the Ring but it was 96. So it was what July of 96. July, yeah. And then he won his first world title in 97, right? Like March of 97. 
uh, March of ninety eight. March of ninety eight. So it's that was basically a year and a half then. Yeah, that it took I, him I'm to just, get to I'm that just, point. I'm just, saying, like, I'm just saying, like, okay, if we're talking about like LA, LA Knight just kind of became a babyface, let's say, mm-hmm. like Austin didn't really become start to become a babyface until the double turn with him and Brett, right? WrestleMania '97, right? So that was that was about six months after the the Austin 316 yeah. promo, or yeah, well, more yeah. like it was actually more like nine or ten months after. Yeah, but he was but he was still kind of coming off as a hardcore like heel yeah stuff, you know what i mean but so. the crowd but the crowd was starting to kind of the crowd was starting oh, to they, get invested in him oh oh yeah they were invested. Yeah. i mean he was he, he, might he was, not been yet but. he was he was incredibly over so it's like yeah and and that's kind of there's there's nothing wrong with the slow build like we don't need to be impatient with it i mean you think about I, like and i get that i get that you know, I, I I forget his real name. It's like Sean something, but I get that he's forty years old. Like I understand that. So I guess you know, looking at it, the clock is kind of ticking. But I believe wasn't Steve like thirty six or thirty seven when that whole thing started for him? Um, I thought he was like maybe like thirty three or thirty four. Oh, uh, was he younger? Okay, maybe he was a little bit younger then. Okay, because I because I remember because I remember like when he retired, he was pretty young. Yeah, in 2003. But Batista was older when he started wrestling. DDP was older oh, when they oh, started yeah. wrestling. And, oh yeah, you know oh, there's such yeah. such an organic. Batista, Batista, Batista was 40 when he won the title from 40 and a grandfather when he won the title, <laughs> right? From Triple H. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I mean, seriously. So, you know, it, it's just there. There's time. Like we don't need to rush it. Like let's just let it marinate. Let it breathe a little bit. Everybody put in like so much, like uh, like thought Miz owned him on the microphone, which wasn't necessarily the case. Like I know LA Knight stumbled over a couple of words, but who hasn't stumbled over a few words in promos? Like I feel like the, that was like a huge overreaction by everybody. You know what I mean? Like, like I thought he held his own against the Miz. Yeah, the Miz maybe got a little bit of a like anytime Miz gets into that like serious mode where. 90% of what's coming out of his mouth is true and and he delivers it that way like that was a very like talking smack ish promo that he gave i think we talked about it a little bit last week but like he's just the miz is so good in situations like that it's hard for anybody to touch him but that lose you there kevin well, I lost Kevin momentarily, but I don't know where he's at. He either can't hear me or I can't hear him or vice versa. <laughs> I'll just send him a quick text message. Well, no, we lost him. But anyway. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, you there? You back? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, your thing said unstable internet connection on my end. So I didn't hear you like the last minute <laughs> oh i couldn't hear you at all like i couldn't hear you or anything yeah yeah i couldn't i couldn't hear you Dude, i think it's no. i think it's your garage because if it seems like since you've been recording in your garage no, you're I, having got, problems. I, 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 I got my wi-fi off i got five i got full bars 5g plus <laughs> i feel like there's something like that in there that's knocking out your signal somehow <laughs> um well. But well, while the weather's nice, I like to just kind of be outside just because I, I try gotcha. to. A, a, anytime I'm inside, the dogs hear me, and then all of a sudden they hear pitter patter, pitter patter. And uh, what what I was trying to say though is that I feel like Miz, um, you know, Miz when he gets into that kind of like talking smack mode, where like ninety percent of what he's saying is is real. You know what I mean? Like he's he's hard to he's hard to beat on the microphone anyway, but when he gets into that mode, like it, it kind of takes him to an extra level. Yeah. And, and, you yeah, know, and, 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 it, and it's not that LA Knight wasn't good or his promo was that much worse or anything like that. It's just like, you just remember how fucking good Miz is when he gets into that frame of mind. Right. So, I mean, maybe that's not doing him any favors, but at the same time, if he can still hang with a guy like that, that's that's going to be even better for for LA Knight in the long run. Yes, but um, then uh, but then the other thing you know on you know he had, and then he had another promo with Top Dollar on SmackDown. He beat Top Dollar, um, and you know he's he's just kind of starting the ascension to move up the card. So I'm just saying, let's just be patient. Let's let it happen and see see what happens. Uh, 
But then the other thing was the the bloodline segment, man. Like everybody kind of jumped. Like everybody thought we talked about last week. Everybody thought they jumped the shark, and you know this whole thing was going south. And you know how could they possibly you know outdo what they did before? Or how could they possibly keep us interested in the storyline now? But shit, they did it, didn't they? Oh my god! I mean, just the. A- <laughs> Go ahead. Just when, just when you, just when you thought like, oh, and, and so many fucking people online saying, oh my god, the the the, the story, the the, and hook line sinker, mm-hmm. like, all you saw the next day was, <laughs> Jason Fatu is yeah, jo- Joshua Fatu, oh, his, main, his kind, of, his, yeah, main event or, yeah, Josh yeah. is all elite. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Yep, yep, yep. So funny, and you know he's not going anywhere. You know, like no. But I didn't. I, that was the last thing I expected, though. Like when he, like I loved how he acted like he was gonna hug Jimmy and then kicked him in the face. I thought that was great. Um, yeah. He got over on Solo and Roman again, so he came out looking strong. You know, even after losing, and then. You know, when he said that I'm out of WWE, deuces, ooses, and then jumped in the crowd. Like, I thought, like, that was very, like, that kind of reminded me, like, CM Punk leaving with the title. Like, it was kind of that level of holy shit, you know? Mm hmm. Yeah. And you, you, man, they got so many ways to go with this, too. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Heyman was right. Heyman was right. We are in, like, the third inning. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I'm not ruling out that they eventually oh, all reconcile either. Like, no, I, I'm not ruling that out. No, it I'm won't be either. this. I, it won't be this year, but maybe like next year for war games or something like that. Another faction comes along and like something happens and they, you know, they brought the shield back together. So you can't tell me they can't bring the bloodline back together. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> you imagine it. You imagine if all all of this was just them. A work on you know what I mean a, a work shoot. I don't. I don't. I don't, shoot, I don't think it, work. I don't think it'll be and, like, like a work though. I. I think it'll just be like they'll they'll have a story that brings them back together. I don't think it's gonna be like oh yeah we're just kidding we really do love each other. I mean, do you think? Well, I know it's kind of it's not really off topic, but I mean, do you honestly think I want to bring this up? Do you honestly think there's ever a chance like? Not sometime soon, but eventually Roman goes back to like turning face. I think that, I think it could happen eventually. I think it would be after he finally loses the championship, though, because I think you have to keep him at this this top level heel for the the title switch to make sense. Especially if it's going to go. I guess if it's going to go to somebody like Gunther or or like uh or somebody that they're building as a top heel maybe not but if it's going to go to like Cody like I think you have to keep Roman as hated as you could possibly make him to to build that to build to that match. Yeah. Yeah. I so I think it, I think but yeah, I do think that Roman could cuz cuz the crowd almost turned for him with when Sammy was a part of the bloodline. They, they it was close. Like there was a period of time where Everybody was throwing up the one. And then he turned. Then he turned on vicious on Sammy, and then everybody everybody put their hand down real quick. But <laughs> but for a period of time there, there was a lot of people throwing those ones up. So I, I mean, I, I think yeah. there, I think that possibility is definitely still there. Like the right story could get him there. Here, here's my hope, though, and I, I I'm curious if you feel the same way. I think Jay needs to stay gone for a couple of months. Oh yeah, I mean some yeah. Like don't Something. don't rush it. Let's let's build this. Let's yeah. let's build him being gone, because like the the you know the every time they do something like this, they rush the the person back too fast. And and let's be honest, man. Jay Uso has been going hard for probably like close to four years now. Yes. I mean, when you really think about it, this bloodline story started three years ago, and then you know the year leading up to that, it was him and him and uh, Jimmy, you know, doing that loop with the Us or with the New Day, and having like all those matches, and then in the pandemic, you know, the pandemic WrestleMania, they had that ladder match, and he has not had any like Jimmy got hurt, so he was off for a long time, but Jimmy or I'm sorry, Jimmy got hurt, so he was off for a while, but Jay. 
has been here the entire time. Like, dude's been working straight for four months. Like, give him, like, two or three months off. You know what I mean? Like, I think he's earned it. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, right. And I, he's been fighting through that yeah. uh, that hand injury, too. So, you know, maybe he can finally take some time and get that, maybe surgery on that or get that healed up or something like that. You know what I mean? Yes. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, so, so, yeah, I mean, it almost it, – um, it almost makes you think of um, like we talked about with CM Punk. They almost need to do something like they what they should have done with CM Punk. And actually, like believe it or not, Shane Douglas had a great point to this. He said that like when what WWE should have done is that they should have done something to where like they filed something in like civil court or something like that to get the belt back. You know what I mean? Like oh yeah, which was I thought was yeah. Which which I was actually pretty smart of him, like what he said. Like he had all these great ideas actually um, about like you know they maybe should have done this or they should have done something to make it just more believable. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, I love that they immediately. I, moved. I think that was. I think yeah, that was kind of a little rushed. Yeah, you know what I mean, like I think the the thing with CM Punk, even though it was great and it ended up being like a great era and stuff. Um, like they could have probably prolonged that just a little bit. Oh, so hopefully th- they do something like I that. I think so too. I thought it was a right move that they moved Jay immediately to the alumni section on WWE.com. Yes. You see that? Yeah, that's that. That was good. Yeah, that yeah. is that's the right move there because you know to to Shane Douglas's point, there isn't really anything you could like maybe file a suit for unless they were gonna like like a breach of contract or something like that because you know a lot of people are like well wait a minute he's signed through like 2025 or something like that like people are like digging digging deep into it and it's like the dude the comments online and everything are fucking hilarious just all these people like is he really gone like you know it's like dude just give it time let it marinate let it breathe like and I, I think yes. the longer he stays gone the more anticipation is gonna build for his return. And man, like if they do it right, his return could even well. I guess his return will probably spark a match between him and Jimmy, though. Like you got to figure, like that's going to be the play. Is that it's going to go towards a match between him and Jimmy? Yeah, I mean, there's got to be. Yeah, it's got to be something like. I mean, I mean, where, where do you have it though? You know what I mean? Like, do you build it to worth like a WrestleMania match? Yeah, I mean, they, that's something that they've always talked about they wanted to do. They wanted to have a one-on-one match at WrestleMania. And I think if you keep... I'm, t- I'm telling you, man, I, I bet that would be a fucking, like... Oh, it'd be great. I mean, that'd be a show still. Yeah, without a doubt. And and they could do it if they keep him gone till Royal Rumble. You know, that's what... Oh, that's January. I mean, that's, a, that's an even longer time because we're in August now. So, talking September, October... November, December. I mean, that's five months that he would be gone. I guess if he were like having a surgery or something, then that would make sense. He would be gone that long. But, um, but even or even if they kept him gone to like Survivor Series or something like that. Like I feel like that, you know, just just keep him gone for a period of months. And you, I mean, how long did it take? What when was when was Bad Blood when Kane Kane debuted? October. So they stretched that from October to WrestleMania before they even had a match. So, and that was brother versus brother. I mean, you know, not in real life, but obviously like kayfabe. Yeah. But, but th- think about it that way though. So it's, it's possible like they could stretch it that far and get it to WrestleMania because they've done it before. Yeah. So I think they, honestly, even even have something to where it's like, you know how they did with those guys, where it was like they toyed them. Remember Kane saved Taker before the casket match at Royal Rumble, and then Kane came out. He thought, you know, he yeah, here he is with his brother, and then like all of a sudden, boom, he turned on him. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. And they built it. Yeah, it'd be a, a bit of a different build though, with Jay being clearly the baby face in the situation you know, being the one that's not there or kind of coming in. But I'm, I'm really curious though. Like obviously Jay's going to go away for a bit, which he needs to, but I'm curious to see what Jimmy's going to do now. Like what does Jimmy do on his own? You know, 
Like that, I think that almost is more intriguing of a story to me right now than what's happening with Jay is what what the fuck's Jimmy gonna do? Because clearly he's not aligning back yeah. with Roman. So where where does no, he go? And I from think there? I think right, and the thing is too is like you know I know I know what they said like supposedly like Bloodline's not gonna be on SmackDown at all this week tomorrow. Okay. Um, I think they're going to put. I think I guess that from what I heard, I think because the big focus is going to be on Edge oh, in yeah, Toronto. Yeah. Like there's this speculation of him retiring and stuff like that. So maybe like that's and that's good. Maybe if it, he is going to do something like that, you don't need the bloodline on there. Let's make it about Edge. Yeah. If it's going to be that, it's his um, 25 year and all that fun stuff. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's almost like where's Jimmy? Like, but like. <laughs> They almost all need to kind of just maybe not go away, but take a little back burner. Yeah, because when they come back, when they come back would be strong. Because you're like, well, where does Roman go from here? Where, where is, you know, you know, maybe he is dealing with an injury. You know, everybody's like, oh, that whole thing too. He's hurt. I guess he's not hurt that bad. I mean, he, but even if he was, he took a pretty he, was, he took a pretty hard flat back on that super kick and that spear. So he's. <laughs> He's got to be doing okay to like. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure he's yeah. But even even with a limited schedule, even if he didn't have a limited schedule, they can make it work. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Sean broke his back and he didn't do anything for two months, and then he got you know. Right. So. Um, yeah, I don't know. I guess, I guess it's, it's one of those things where like we can speculate all day, but but why? Right. Let's just yeah. sip. Let's just. Yeah. Sip. I mean, you know, I mean, like you could do it till you're blue in the face, but like, they, <laughs> I don't know. I just think it's funny how it's just like, oh my god, where you go from here? Well, just fucking let's just see. Yeah. You know what I mean? Some. I mean, I know sometimes we even feel like, okay, you, you want to feel that, but like, but that's, but that's, that's how it should be. That's how every show should be. Is that every TV show, whether it's Raw, SmackDown, Diamond, or whatever, it should make you speculate next week. You don't always have to go home happy. Yeah. Even on pay per views. Yeah. Even on pay per views. How many times did we grow up pay per views that weren't like big time pay per views that you never went home happy half the time? Yeah, they were. You just, know what I mean? They drove you to watch Raw the next night. Just think about think about like some of those title reigns Triple H had. Triple H was hated by people, and you're so sick of seeing him be champion. Not me, but <laughs> obviously. <laughs> but you were so sick of seeing him be champion. But how many times did he come out? You know what I mean? Like, yep. especially like, especially like, you know, ninety nine, two thousand when he was champion and stuff. Like, you know, so um, yeah, just sit back and see what the hell fucking happens. You know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree, man. Like, it, it's it's not worth, like, getting, you know, I, I feel like um, I feel like it's kind of one of those things where back in the day, though, you didn't have the internet to, like, turn to to complain. So when it ended that way and, you're, like, you're pissed in the moment and then eventually you kind of, like, come, come down and you're like, okay, I want to see what happens next week. Somebody's got to beat this guy, right? But now I feel like it's almost like um, you commiserate with people now. It's like now you have millions of people around the world that to commiserate with, and now they're fueling your opinion because they're validating you, and you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they shouldn't have done it that way. Like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Like, I feel like that's – I think that's part of the problem is, like, you have all these people that are reacting to what's happening, and then you have other people that are validating their reaction, and that I think that just amplifies it to the fact – that it just turns into this like toxic environment. So instead of just giving mm-hmm. being patient and letting it play out, because nine times out of ten, like the next week, you're like, oh fuck, yeah, okay, I like where this is going now. I'm back on board. <laughs> it's like mm-hmm. and that's the way it's been, you know, really since I mean, Jason, Triple H he, took he, over. He, you and I are Browns fans. How many times <laughs> how many times has speaking one of, our, speaking one of, of toxic Mike, fan bases? <laughs> yeah. One of my favorites, Mike Polk. Who you know? Yeah, I mean, he, he went to Kent State. Did you ever have any? So Morgan, Morgan told me my wife. People don't know who Morgan is. Yeah. Like, so her and Jason, you know, went to Kent State together, and um, she actually had a class with Mike Polk. Oh, did she? That? Yeah, 
Huh. She kind of knew him. Interesting. Um, but yeah, she actually had one of her classes was with him. But anyway, where I was getting was that, you know, he's a huge, you know, Cleveland Browns fan or whatever. And he's, he makes these funny ass videos on YouTube. And I remember the one, he's just sitting outside the stadium, just screaming at the stadium about the game that happened there that day and how it pissed him off. And I hate you and this and that. And then he ends it. All right. I'll see you next week. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so it's the same thing. It is. It is. It is. That's it, funny. That's funny. Yeah, I I I often like uh, state how I'm I'm the fan of like two things that have like the most toxic fan bases: the Cleveland Browns and professional wrestling. Like they're both just yep. <laughs> people are just brutal, man. Like it's it's ridiculous. And um, but yeah, I mean it's I I don't know. Like it, it I guess I guess the the other thing we could talk about is Edge. So do you do you really think this is gonna be it for Edge? Um, it might be. I'm yeah, sorry, pitter patter, my dogs. Um, I, yeah, I I don't know. I mean, he he hasn't done much lately. And shut up, Frank. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this week is Frank's got a shit. Uh, anyway, oh, yeah. um, um, I don't know. Like, I almost I almost feel like something's gonna happen. Like something's gonna happen to set up something. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of feel like they're putting that feeler out there to make everybody think that, and maybe after the match he's going to cut a promo, and then somebody will like interrupt it or something like that, and then we'll have another match to build to or something like that. I, I just, I don't think like, he's done yet. Like, okay, I know we talk about it all the time, and we hope for it all the time. Could this be Bray Wyatt's return? Ooh, I got a little to attack him. I, I got a little chub when you said that. That would be a fun feud. I mean, I guess he's. I guess he's medically cleared. Yeah, and and he was dealing, you know, everything he's dealt with. Like, I guess he's good to go. Yeah. So, man, I want all the people that were talking about how like the WWE needs needs to cut ties with Bray Wyatt. He's a waste of money. I hope all those people fucking choke on something this week, dude. Even even if he can't fucking ever wrestle again, he's like. A biggie, or even like look at Bobby Roode, and look at them bringing in Nick Aldis behind the scenes. Oh yeah, behind the scenes he'd be great to still have his like, ex- at, like an I, asset. Like I feel so bad for like Bobby Roode. Like he seems like another guy. Like he may never be able to wrestle again. Yeah. After his next surgery, but he's, I, I guarantee, I guarantee he has a brilliant mind. Nick Aldis, you know what I mean, has a brilliant mind. Like I, I. When they when the when we saw that thing about Nick Aldis, I was like, oh man, that that's why I said, oh my god, the national treasure. Yeah, you know what I mean, just because he, he reminds me so much of like Nick Bockwinkle. Like, I was, I, and I know a lot of people out here don't know who Nick Bockwinkle is, <laughs> but that's who he that's who he carries himself like. You know, I was so. a little disappointed with the Nick Aldis thing though, because I kind of wanted to see what he would look like in the WWE system as a talent, though. Like I feel like yeah, he's I a know. name That's, that that he's like one of those what, guys that like like what if he never actually what if he got that opportunity you know well that's and that's what I when I saw that I was like oh my god but then I read it and I was like oh, like that's cool but like yeah I would love to I would love to see him you know what I mean just because he he's such a good talent yeah. he he's one of those he's one of those great talents I mean look look at L A Knight. You know, L.A. Knight as Eli Drake in TNA Impact was was awesome. Mm-hmm. And now here he is, took a little bit, whatever, boom. Nick Aldis, even though he's, you know, <sighs> Nick Aldis might be a little more, you talk about NWA, talk about Nick Aldis. Nick Aldis had an over 1,000-day thousand thousand reign as NWA champion. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's another yeah. one I wish kind of, like... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but you never know. But you never, you never know. Maybe, maybe, maybe it might turn into something. Yeah. So, um, yeah, maybe. I don't know. So, um, all right. So we'll switch gears a little bit. Uh, Monday Night Raw. I'm trying to think back. I I watched Monday Night Raw and I like enjoyed the show, but I, I I'm trying to remember. I did. 
I didn't get to watch much of it. The only thing I got to see, um, I saw a little bit. Doesn't um, I saw a little bit with Imperium? Yeah, um, it was a very Imperium based show. Pretty, yeah, that that was pretty good. Um, oh, the Nakamura and Seth Rollins thing. That was yes. the only thing I really yes took a, yes. Took, that's the only thing I really I got. To, I didn't really see much else of the show. That's the only really part I got to see, and I am so intrigued by this. Yeah. Um, I really like. I mean, Seth's been great as a champion, but I would love to. I, man, give Nakamura the nod, man. Did you? you know see, I mean, did like, you see that somebody translated Shinsuke's promo? <laughs> <laughs> I've seen a lot of people. Oh no, I saw the actual legit one. Okay. <laughs> so what? Is, okay. Uh, hold on. Let me see if I can find it real quick. Um, real quick though, like while I'm looking for that. Um, dude, how about saw, how about Chad Gable? I saw, I saw one. He said, "I just pooped my pants," um, and you have to wipe it up or something like that. Um, oh my gosh! <laughs> I I mean I mean right shit. I think everywhere was yeah. But there was a <laughs> somebody somebody did one and said, "Indeed." <laughs> Remember. Oh my gosh! No. Yes, kind of die. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. No, but so real quick though, as I'm as I'm pulling this up, what about um, what about Chad Gable and his, you know? Yes. How do you feel about him being a legit competitor for Gunther? I don't think he'll win, but he he he's a believable opponent just because I think he is. A legit badass, mm-hmm. and um, boy, I, I mean, I can't wait to see this match, just because, because you know, Gunther is Gunther's Gunther, and but he's gonna make Gable look like a million bucks. Not that Gable needs somebody to make him look like a million bucks, but you know what I mean. Like he's gonna make it like. Sure, Gable's undersized, but he's really not. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, yeah I'm, a, I'm I'm all for it. I mean, I I love Chad Gable. I think he's. I mean, he's always been great, but like to me, he's been so underratedly over mm-hmm. that. Like, yeah, I'm all for this. Yeah, I, I am too. I think it's gonna be a good coming out party for him. I think it's one of those situations where a lot of people don't think he's gonna win. So I almost wouldn't be surprised if he actually did. I, you know what I mean? Like, it may, you know, because eventually I feel like you got to get that title off of Gunther because I feel like he's got to eventually move into the world championship picture. And, you know, there's there's a very short list of people that can believably take that title off of him. And we talked about before the McIntyre feud that, you know, McIntyre didn't need that win where a, a guy like Chad Gable really mm-hmm. does need that win. Like that's something that could elevate him for sure. Oh yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, 100%. I just you want him to break Hawk uh, Man's record, I know. Not that I say I want him to. I just think he's going to at this point. If you if you if you had it on him, like he's so close. Yeah. Like I just feel like they'll do it and then maybe he'll maybe he'll lose, lose after it, that. So. Yeah. Maybe. All right, so Shinsuke said, I was I was fed up, or I've been fed up, and maybe even with myself, so I asserted myself. And then, let me click play real quick. <laughs> because I, w- I want my true nature. Hmm. And then he goes on to say... Basically, that he wants like the WWE Championship, and then, um, then when Michael Cole asked him like if he like why he kicked him, he goes why he said why do you ask? He says because the quickest way to prove yourself is to because it's the quickest way to prove itself, and he said he wants more. He he's not satisfied. He wants to go higher. He goes I'll I'll be who I want to be. So. Uh, some of it kind of broke up, but you kind of get the point though. But basically he, he's saying that he's frustrated. He's saying that 
his career isn't where he wants it to be. He's saying that he knows that he can be better and that he wants to be better and he's tired of waiting in line. So he went out and took what he wanted or, you know, basically so put, cut, cut the line. So it was kind of the gist of what he was saying in the promo. So what did so what did he whisper to Rollins? Though? That I don't know. That, that yeah that, 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 that that's that's what I was talking. That's about. okay. That's what you're talking about. That's what he whispered. Okay. Yeah. I no. Yeah. The promo. The whole he cut a whole promo in Japanese before Rollins even came out, and then yeah, Rollins that, came I, out and cut his own promo, and then Shinsuke whispered something to him, and he and he acted like he was going to leave, but he came back and hit the the kick in the back of the head. But um. Yes. But yeah. I mean that was that was really well done. Um, but yeah, the, the whisper thing, I don't, I don't think we were meant to know what he said there. You know what I mean? Like, I think that was just something I was supposed to set Seth off, but I, okay, uh, yeah. Cause that's what people were <laughs> dubbing over. That's yeah. 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 Which, which, you know, that's, it's a memeable moment for sure. Definitely. But, uh, you know, I, this is the Shinsuke Nakamura. I think we all wanted that we have all been waiting for. And I, you know, it's going to be hard for them to take the title off of Seth, you know, and, and really when you think about it, like I'm trying to like think back to how triple H did things in NXT, you know, with the NXT championship, like they would have like, you know, six to eight month runs and then they would build somebody else up. And that person was almost kind of undeniable. Like, Oh, that could be the next person. But the thing with NXT, though, it was usually when that person was going to get called up. Like, you knew Finn was going to lose because he was getting called up. Or you knew Joe was going to lose or McIntyre was going to lose because he or you know what I mean? Like, you knew somebody was going to lose. Uh, Even Shinsuke, like, when he was when he lost this title, you knew it was because he was getting called up. You don't really have that now. You know what I mean? So it's like it's hard to judge when you know when when you move that title from from somebody else like Seth has done a really good job of establishing it but how long does he need to establish it before you move it to somebody somebody to elevate? I mean I mean I wouldn't be opposed honestly with if they're gonna just keep the title and go through like if they don't like if, if and this this may not be a bad idea to just keep Gunther looking strong I, I would maybe do this it's just have him do a title for title match with Seth, yeah, and win the title and then just forfeit the IC title. Have a turn, you know what I mean? Like, and that way you just keep him as a champ. You know what I mean? Like, they decide, okay, going through, you're going to be the next world champion. You're going to, you know what I mean? So like, you know, you now you've got two combined reigns, uh, you know, for a long time. So I wouldn't be opposed to that. You know what I mean? Like, so you don't, you don't even uh, want Shinsuke to dethrone Seth. You want to go straight to Gunther. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> it's hard to say. I wouldn't mind if, if Shinsuke won it and then maybe Seth won it back quickly because that could happen too. That's yeah. not, you know, that's not a horrible thing. And then maybe go through wins it from Seth. You know what I mean? Like maybe have Seth chase Nakamura and then maybe Seth wins it back at Royal Rumble and then Gunther wins Royal Rumble. And, and challenges him or something. Yeah, that well, could be that could be a thing. But you know, everybody's saying Cody's going to win the Rumble because he's going to challenge Roman for forty. See, see, I would almost rather like if Cody is going to challenge, like have him make him win like Elimination Chamber. You know what I mean? Yeah, Just make it. Don't have him win the Rumble a second time. Yeah, because then it's going to be too obvious. Yeah, have him have him win Elimination Chamber because, like, have Gunther win the Rumble and Gunther comes out and says, I'm challenging for the World Heavyweight title. And then you do Elimination Chamber. You do three from Raw, three from SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Do your little do your little mini tournaments or whatever for, you know, who who gets in there. And then now, of course, people are going to be like, okay, once Cody's in there, <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean? Like, right. uh, but have him start the match. You could start the chain. You could chamber, make him go through the whole thing. You could almost have Cody though to do something similar to like how they built like Kofi Mania, and you know make him go through like a bunch of trials, like a you know gauntlet match or like something like that. You know what I mean? Like to, so so in a, so and very MJF like. Not not necessarily that's, MJF that's like they should, that's what they should do. Have him like have him make, whip, they, whipped they face, ten yeah. times and all that. Yeah, have him, have him face Nick Gage. Bring Nick Gage 
man. All right. Well, speaking of MJF, let's let's move over to AEW real quick. Uh, do do we even bother talking about the shit show that was the Texas Chainsaw Massacre match? Or I, you know what? Like the only thing I get out of that is that like, <laughs> I mean, Jeff Jarrett like did a pretty good job of making it. Like he, dude, Karen Jarrett know, like, fucking annoyed the shit out of me. Like that was like oh, she had no business being in as much of that no. as she was. No, like I don't know. Say what you will about Jeff Jarrett, he does a he he does a good job of fucking hating him. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, he does. So. He does. And here's the thing, like, and 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 I get you know I get the sponsorship deals, right? WWE has it. They had the Mountain Dew Pitch Black match, the Slim Jim match. They've had like the the zombie match, stuff like that. Like, <laughs> here, I, here, but here's the point I wanted to bring up earlier: the difference between Pitch Black and Texas Chainsaw Massacre. WWE got well in the six figures for that. I mean, excuse me, seven figures yeah. for that. You know how much AEW got? Probably nothing because it's a Warner Brothers property. $100,000. Oh. Now, granted, it's six figures. It's not well. Yeah. <laughs> give, give me $100,000. and Yeah. <laughs> but the, the, here's, here's the funny, other funny part of it is that. AEW purposely put on Twitter Leatherface doing a photo shoot <laughs> and somebody commented and said, oh, it's so nice of Leatherface <laughs> to stop by and do a photo shoot. But that was such a order on Wish Leatherface, though. Like, you would think if they were doing the sponsored match for the game, like, they would have, like, a legitimate-looking Leatherface. Like he looked. Oh so somebody, somebody said, "Oh my God, it's it's Jay Uso. He's Leatherface." Goddamn. <laughs> and then when I saw that Texas Chainsaw title title belt, I was like, "Please God, no!" Right. This is not yes. another. Yes. Like I it, like, knowing knowing them knowing them they would make it more important than the TNT title. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and and that and stuff like that is good for the wrestling business when done well. Like AEW's ha- been handed some of that stuff before and made something out of it. Like remember when um the elite dressed like the Toon Squad or they dressed like Ghost but like they've they've done That was that was that was funny. Yeah. Was they they did a good job of making that entertaining. Or even like the Godzilla match that they had or the House of Dragons match that they had. Like they've done an okay job of like taking those and making them entertaining. That Texas Chainsaw the House of the House of Black match was cool. Yeah. yeah I know that they were having to do anything, but it was still kind of a theme match. Yeah. Like, that was fucking that was pretty sweet. But man, this like Texas Chainsaw death match just didn't do it for me, man. Like pouring blood on Jeff and like just let's 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 get let's get to the, the two things that intrigued me the most All right. AEW. And that is a, I, 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 the Osprey Jericho match. Okay. Because reason the reason why I'm really intrigued by this obviously is obviously this whole thing Don Callis like well they basically kind of pulled a uh, festival of friendship. Uh, festival of friendship. Jericho thing. loves just reusing his old ideas. Oh yeah. My God. But 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 what I like, but honestly. I was a big fan of Jericho's promo. Yeah, backstage. his promo was good. Yeah, because because he brought you back to the history of how this was supposed to happen, but then the pandemic happened, mm-hmm. and basically Osprey, you pussied out, kind of type thing. He never, but that's maybe kind of what he meant. Mm-hmm. So this match is almost like three years in the making. So, um, so I'm I'm intrigued by it. I think I think it's gonna be a great match. And how about like Osprey? Did you see Osprey? Changed the IWGP US title to the IWGP United Kingdom title. Oh, no, I did not. Yeah, so look it up online. So it's basically the same title belt, but instead of the uh, American flag in the background, it's the uh, Union Jack. Oh, wow. And it says, so I mean, it looks exactly the same, huh. but it's like, it's just brand new. It, actually, it looks, I kind of like it a little better than the US title. Hmm. And it, I mean, and honestly, for being an international wrestling company, like it makes a little more sense. I mean, was, I guess it's always cool they had a U.S. title, but it might just be like a temporary thing, you know what I mean? Until yeah, he yeah. was the but but anyway, um, but so I'm intrigued by it. 
um, I think Jericho's promo kind of helped sell, like, especially with only a week basically build now. Like, you know, let's see what happens next week. Yeah, I really wish they would have spent more time building some of these matches. Like, I get that they, I get that they wanted to wait a little bit to announce a card because they wanted, you know, it, but it, it's an ego thing. Like, they wanted to wait to announce the card because they wanted to be like, well, we sold eighty thousand tickets without even announcing a match. Okay, cool. But now you have a bunch of cold matches going into this pay per view. I, I guess they're not cold, but they just have one or two week builds, and it's. And I mean, I mean, when they ran down the card last night, like, oh, it's a dream match card. Don't get me wrong; it looks like a hell of a yeah, card. But I mean, yeah, it, I mean, Young Bucks FTR is gonna be great. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure it will be. You know, just with those because anytime FTR and Young Bucks get together, it makes me think. It, it makes me think of Arn and Tully versus Rock and Roll Express. Yeah, you know I mean, like. It was for some great matches back in the eighties, so that's going to be great. Um, you know, Jericho and Osprey, I'm sure will be great. Um, but the main event, you know what I mean? Like the main event's the draw, are, like to me, like that, that's the whole reason to watch the show. And I don't really yeah. like that they're on the pre-show as a tag team beforehand. I just think it's weird. That's yeah, that is weird. So. Um, yeah, I'm just really intrigued by Although I fucking I fucking love their video package of researching for Aussie Open by going to their going to <laughs> their uh did you see this? Yeah. They're like, yeah, like we need to go somewhere where where we can learn about them and they go to fucking Outback Steakhouse. <laughs> <laughs> like, I love Outback. He's like, shh. You can't, you can't like what did MJF say? He's like you can't you can't uh, you can't give them anything or something like that or it can't be yeah. exciting. <laughs> I don't I don't know, man, but it was just so fucking funny and the yeah. kangaroo I, kick. <laughs> yeah, I just I I wonder. <coughs> I just wonder like how funny it would be is if it's like like I I still think MJF's gonna go over. Their promos that they did back and forth were really good. Like the, yeah, the, you know, and they got serious for a minute and and, but how, and cut some pretty how good funny promos. Would, but how funny would it be is that if say MJF wins clean and they just shake hands, hug, and that's how the show ends. No turns, nothing, and yeah. they just go on. Yeah, because everybody's expecting something. So, yeah, I mean, I definitely. <sighs> Well, and, and then Adam fucking teased it again. He crouched down like he was going to kick him. Yeah. After the the whole thing, like it was, yeah, damn, it's, they're doing a really good job with it. And I, I'm glad that they're, I'm glad that they're stretching it out. And dude, and, 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 and Roddy Strong is the jealous ex-girlfriend is cracking me up too, man. Like when he kicked the tire and he was like, he's already wearing the neck brace, which is comical. Then he kicks the tire and then you see him next on the backstage watching the match with ice on his foot. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I'm digging that too. Like they're just doing a really, really good job with it. So I, I just, um, yeah, I kind of hope they stretch it out a little bit further. I hope I hope that they just end it with no turn. Uh, but I, I don't know. I think it's going to be hard for Cole to if he loses that match. I think the more intriguing thing, though, would be if, if Cole wins to see how MJF reacts. Does he become – you know what I mean? Because I think that's almost the better storytelling device in this situation would be having Adam Cole win the match and then MJF having to choose – his new friendship or, you know what I mean? To, or to like, to go back to his heelish ways to like get his title back or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, it, they've done, this is the one thing they've done a really good job of. Like, I mean, definitely probably the best story they've done. Oh, without doubt. And, and one of the most intriguing, like things to where like, you know what I mean? Like every week you're like, all right, what's happening next week? Like, damn it. It's over. I gotta yeah. wait seven days for the, you know what I mean? So it was, it's almost yeah. kind of like when that, when Riddle and Orton first got together and you enjoyed it so much, but you just kept waiting for Orton to turn his back on Riddle, but it never ended up happening. 
you know what I mean? But it just, you, you were just in the back of your mind, you're just like, is this going to be the moment? Is this going to be the moment? Yeah. But then it became a, fe- but then before Orton got hurt, it became a thing like it would be honestly better if Riddle turned on him, you know, mm-hmm. and in, in this case, you know, we've talked about before, it would almost be better if, if Cole turned on MJF. But I, I think the best way to keep it going though would be for Cole to win the title and then have to see how MJF reacts to that. And, you yeah. know, and, 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 and find a way and, to fight and, through that loss and keep the friendship going. Yeah. And, but if, if, if it does end up with MJF turning back heel, I want to see a different heel MJF. I yeah. don't want to see the, you know, piece of shit heel. I want to see a little bastard, like vicious, like you don't, you don't need to get cheap, you know, Stupid, stupid shit in your promo. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. The, the, you, can, you can, you can, you can still cut heel promos, but the low hanging fruit, like that's that that seems yes. to be kind of like where he's at now. But it's funny because he's still kind of the same guy. He still doesn't want to oh, work yeah. twice in a night or work every week. You know what I mean? He's still the same guy. Again, he's yes. just he's just cutting the promos on different people now, and that's you know, and and, yeah. and he's embracing the cheers of the fans as opposed to like trying to turn the instead of trying to turn them back around on him, he's he's I mean, embracing he was, it in. I mean, he was basically making fun of the fans last night, and they just yeah, cheering they just ate it, yeah, they just ate <laughs> it up. Like it's he he he's so freaking good, man. And and oh, even yeah. even they're like even though Tony Khan is just a fucking idiot but that that whole thing where they got in trouble with tony khan backstage did you see that yes <laughs> that was good he's like screaming at them and then he's like man <laughs> what he's like uh what mjf say like yeah yeah he's gonna be sorry for that come 2024 and then khan, what'd you say oh nothing boss yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's like good. a buddy cop movie, and that's like and it's like there, there's been there's been too much focus on like CM Punk and stuff. It's like MJF's your man, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I didn't want to get into CM Punk. Yeah, the whole story is about him sending people away from Collision <sighs> and like the bullshit stuff he's been going like. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. Like it's it is what it is. It's. But at the like same was, at the same time, it's like he has all this hostility towards him from people, and he's trying to you know. It sounds like he's trying to do the right thing, but nobody's like really giving him an inch. But mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I don't either. So. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't. Oh, well. Yeah, I don't want to get into that either. But uh, honestly, man, I can't really think of too much else. Like, I feel like we kind of covered everything that happened between. I, I don't know if any other news or innuendo or rumors came out that oh, really? that are worth addressing. But I think we kind of covered pretty much everything. Everything that I wanted to cover today. So we can go ahead and wrap this up if you're ready to. I'm ready. We hit that hour mark somehow. It doesn't even feel like that. I feel like this 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 one didn't drag on. This one seemed like it went pretty quick. Yeah, the last two weeks have been very pleasant. <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> oh, God. oh, man. All right. Well, hey, we'll go ahead and close this out. Uh, Michael doesn't have anything to plug, but I will. I, I did um, a trivia with um, uh, the Wednesday Night Wallop podcast. Uh, that's going to be posting at the end of this month. They do like a, a monthly trivia thing um i participated with a few other people and uh so tune into that see how i did it's wrestling trivia so you know i I got to test my knowledge against uh, three other fans so i I had a lot of fun with that so it's a good show good time i'd love to do it again sometime so if um if you get the opportunity to you know be on the lookout for at the end of the month and uh you know see how i did in trivia there but uh but yeah in the meantime like i said before if you want to Join in on the conversation. You can e- the easiest way to do so is by tweeting us at Live Your Gimmick. The other way to do it is making a comment on whatever podcast app you listen to this on, and we'd love to read it, love to hear about it. Um, you know, I'll even read your comment on air if you leave us a review. So, good or bad, I don't care. It could be a five star review or a one star review. So we, we don't, uh, we don't, we don't uh, care about Dave Meltzer's opinion. But, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah. Anyway, um, you know. Nothing to plug from anybody else. So, Kevin, you got any closing closing words for us? Um, that no. should be that that should be a new segment. A final thought from Kevin. 
like a Jerry okay. Springer I'll, final thought. Maybe 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 next week you can hit us with a final thought. All right, I'll start. I'll start. I'll start jotting down. I'll, I'll try to get about like two months worth ahead. So <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> sounds good. You just pull out like random quotes. That'd be just like a inspirational no, quote, quote from somewhere. No, yeah, it'll be yeah. Kevin's final, Kevin's final thought, or my two cents. There you go. I or, like it. I like or, it. Uh, no, my it would be my my dollar twenty five. Your dollar twenty five. <laughs> I love it. All right, Kevin's dollar twenty five coming next week on the Gimmick Minute Wrestling Podcast. But until then, thank you guys for listening. For Kevin, my name's Jason. Reminding all of you beautiful smarts out there to be a fan and always, always live your gimmick. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs>